for it is all for your sake, so that as grace extends to more and more people, it may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God. So we do not lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. 2 Corinthians 4, 15-18 Amen. Great passage. Welcome back, Living Hope family. This is our seventh episode of our new podcast, Stepping Stones, Practical Conversations on Relationship Evangelism. And the person reading the scripture is my relatively new friend, Kathy Wisnam. She's been married to Bruce for over 50 years, has three great kids and uh, several grandkids. Seven. Seven grandkids, too. Kathy's been a joy to get to know over the last few years. Her heart for the lost and passion for the gospel and patience with relationships that have taken a long time to show gospel fruit has been really inspirational to me. As I've said before, the stories from you at Living Hope make me want to do and share this podcast, and Kathy has some wonderful ones. It's been such a joy getting to know her, hearing her share her heart with others, and even if we weren't recording, but when we're just hanging out before church or whatever, Kathy and I have probably had uh, many conversations just like this, uh, so I figured we should record it, put it on the podcast, and uh, hopefully listen, Living Hope can listen in and, and get some inspiration and encouragement and ideas of how to, how to do this as well. So uh, welcome, Kathy. It's good to see you. Uh, how are you doing? Great to be here. Good, good. Um, ever, uh, ever heard about podcasts or been um, a part of a podcast, anything like I that? I haven't been a part of one. No, I've listened to podcasts, okay. but Great. I haven't Great. been a part. Excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing one of the stories that, that you're going to share. Um, I think I'm going to start with some review, an overview of, of the Stepping Stones approach, and uh, then we'll have a specific lesson, sort of the seventh stepping stone to developing evangelism, and, uh, and then we'll hear your story. So i um, looking forward to that. So we're uh, quite a ways through the seventh stepping stone here. And I kind of thought of reiterate, I mean, I've been sharing this vision and going through these steps each podcast. And so this time I kind of thought about going backwards a little bit and explaining where we're at now and how we go back to where uh, the stepping stones begin. So in the vision for the stepping stones, it's just sort of looking at evangelism can be overwhelming for people. And I sort of explain it in this idea of this river that you just look out across and you're like, I can't cross that. I can't do this. And you almost walk away without even trying. And some of us can do that because of fear and and, uh, uncertainty. But when we put little stones along the way across the river, you can kind of jump from one to the other. It doesn't make it, you know, foolproof. You still have to trust God and do the steps, but it helps. It helps us to get across this river. Um, So where we are now, if we're looking backwards kind of, is is persevering. These last couple steps are going to be about the fact that often we have to persevere with people in the gospel. It's, It's 
rare, I would say, that you tell someone the gospel and they immediately respond and accept Jesus. So we're going to look at the reality that it's hard and that it takes time and how God can be with us in that persevering. And that to go back from there, we talked in episodes five and six about building confidence in the gospel itself, like how to go deeper in relationship with people, ask them more spiritual value questions to get to know their heart and what they believe currently, and then how to share the gospel itself with them, the whole message, and really get into it in a relational way. That was actually just the last podcast that uh, Joseph and Brittany recorded with me. Um, And then once we look back from that confidence, we're, we're starting with awareness, which is the first two steps. And that's just looking up, like Jesus says, you know, the fields are white, there's opportunity, but in the day-to-day busyness of life and the weight of different things we deal with, we can not do that sometimes. Just tend to kind of be blinders on, focus on our thing, or even good things like family and friends, and not acknowledge that God has opportunities and appointments for us to share this beautiful gospel with people. So we're persevering, but we've because we've built confidence to share and because before that we've taken the time to become aware of people. And then those first two episodes were the very beginnings of it, the foundation of joy in the gospel, that it saved me and I love every day I'm in you know awe of what God did for me. And then the second foundational starting point was just the fact that we do it as a church, you know, we are supporting each other and you don't have to be a lone wolf that you can have the prayer and the encouragement of the church. So looking kind of backwards, that's how the stepping stones work. And um, I, I don't know, what do you think? Uh, do they make sense to you? Do you think it's helpful to for people to have that sort of stepping stones approach to getting more evangelistic in their lives? I do. Um, it can be so overwhelming. Mm. Especially if you've never uh, tried to tell somebody about Jesus before. Hmm. Where's your jumping off point? You know, where do you start? Um, You want to tell somebody they need Jesus, but you just uh, don't know how to start it. Yeah. And you're fearful and embarrassed and all those things. I think what the podcasts do is... It helps prepare you and give you concrete ways mm. to jump off, mm. you know, and and then it enables you to grow and your confidence to grow mm. so that you want to share with people. That's awesome. Awesome. Excellent. Thank you. That's exactly what we're going for. And um, I think it can feel like there's a big gap between people that have never shared and someone like you who has, it's a pretty active part of your life, but all of us started somewhere, right? So right. We, we all have that recognition that getting better at this and, and growing and sharing our faith is, is a process. So it's a long process. Yeah. Even you can acknowledge that. And I, I really do, um, see you as someone has a majorly wonderful heart to share your faith and, um, for you to acknowledge that it's a process, to, it feels. I think it feels better for for me and and for others who are uh, on the other end of the spectrum. You know, that are just getting into this, that they can look at um, someday being a person like you, who has family and friends and coworkers that you've been able to share your faith with throughout your life, and um, 
it's a rich it's a rich thing to to have been able to do that at least that's what i've that's what i've gathered from from hearing you that it's brought it really probably brings you as much joy as anything you could Mm. hope to have yeah that's wonderful very good. Okay, so that is the, the whole stepping stones process. And the seventh stone, seventh stepping stone, is about perseverance. And it's this first part of perseverance that we, where we acknowledge that evangelism is hard. Um, more and more, I think we live in a culture where, where people are disconnected from God, maybe disconnected from the church, um, and it's going to take more time more uh, explaining the basics, more showing them the love of God before we tell them the, the love of God. Um, and it it really is, it's like we don't want how hard evangelism is to keep people from doing it, but we do want to acknowledge that it is hard and that there's some different problems that we can face, even if we are determined and consistently desiring to share it um stagnation i guess is one i thought of that you can just share with somebody i have a friend right now who uh you know he's been through some really hard things i've gotten to place the gospel in there in different ways through the last several years and boy it 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 feels like i've made almost no progress with him and it could be disappointing you know but i i can continue to trust that god's uh, in the process and keep doing it, but it's been hard. It's it's taken a lot of time. Um, an, another one is is rejection. There are times when people just aren't going to like what you're saying because you're challenging some really deeply held beliefs that they might have, you know. And and that the Bible obviously talks all about the fact that we will be rejected when we tell people the good news. Um, so that's part of what makes it hard. Um, and then and then failure is another idea that I thought of that makes this hard because there will be times we don't do as well as we'd like you know we maybe say something but not as smoothly as we'd like or you know we miss an opportunity or whatever um and i just think um personally failing is an obstacle that that makes it hard but we have to persevere through that because you'll have good good days and bad days in just like in anything in life and it's worth it you know it's that worth it to share Jesus that even my failures shouldn't uh, keep me from it um, one key insight that I wanted to share in this stepping stone in response to this uh, these challenges and the fact that it's hard and we have to persevere is that I really, have come to have a deeper trust in God's sovereignty in all of this. Um, that we're called to obey Him and to walk with Him in this. We're not called to do, you know, to um, tell people in such a way that they get it and they, you know, immediately change because of the way we said it or something. Right. You know, it's God that's sovereign and He's the one that opens eyes and we can be faithful and walk with Him and um, be confident that in his sovereignty and timing he's gonna open eyes when his timing is his timing you know and that's why we have to persevere um and then also uh let's see he got (laughs) one thing i think is that god's sovereign enough to save me you know i mean I, i there was a time when i was not um 
following him and I had all kinds of ideas about what I wanted to do with my life and um, they didn't include God. It was, you know, 17, 18 actually, right out of high school when I was just like, you know, the world was a was my oyster and I had all kind of fun ideas in mind and they really didn't include God. And within a year, I mean, he had changed my heart. He showed me my flaws and my sins and he broke me down in a loving way, but he saved me and, and met, I met my wife soon, you know, before that. And she, she was a believer and I wasn't. And, and he just had his sovereign ways of working in my life through people, just like we hope to work in their lives, um, to bring me to the point where I I saw how much I needed him. So, um, yeah, I, I guess that's, that's the main things I wanted to say related to this persevering evangelism, admitting it's hard, but trusting that God's sovereign and working in the process. And um, yeah, I guess I just wanted your feedback on that particular stepping stone and how that might help us to to persevere in, in sharing our faith. Well, I think the first thing that comes to mind to me is uh, God's in control, not me. Hmm. And he'll work through me if I'll allow him to. Amen. And um he can take my worst efforts and turn it into something beautiful. Mm. I know that. Um, we may not see any results for years and years and years, mm. but God's still working. Yeah. And he works in miraculous ways <laughs> at times, I yeah. can attest to. Yeah. So I may fall short yeah. or be rejected for sharing mm. what I believe but he'll never fall short. Mm. And persistent prayer is of the utmost importance. Excellent point. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. Yes, so it it sounds like your experience is lining up exactly with this stepping stone. Um, I'm I'm so glad to have have your feedback on this. And I guess that just leads me right into hearing uh, one of the stories of, of the ways that you have loved someone well and over time and seen God work in their lives. So I'd love to hear the story from you, Kathy. Well, um, my husband, Bruce, was a property manager for a large corporation, and he uh, took care of homes where people were temporarily moved out of the state or the country, which could be four or five years, or you never knew till they decided mm. they would bring them back home again. Mm-hmm. So one of our clients was moved out of the state, but her husband uh, was chronically ill. Hmm. So he was often home. He did not totally move with her when she moved. And because of his health issues, he was very fearful and very distrustful of everyone. Mm -hmm. And we really had to earn his trust. He didn't even trust us. I mean, Bruce really had to show him that he could depend on him. Hmm. But over time, our relationship grew and he began trusting and we went there twice a week. So we saw him quite frequently. Um, so it started out slow, but over time he started sharing more and more of his self with us. Mm. And, uh, he told us what his health problems were. 
Mm. And at that point, we talked to him and we told him we would be praying for him. And every time he had a treatment or whatever, how we would be praying for him. And, you know, we kept growing in our relationship. And um, that was over a five-year period. Oh, wow. Okay. And about three years into it, he was not responding to treatments well anymore. And um, he was really upset at that point because mm. nothing was helping him and he'd had major operations and treatments and all. Wow. And I said, you know, can you tell me about your faith? Wow, okay. What do you believe in? And he said, well, I was raised Mormon and... All I know is I had to go to church every day of the week because it was going to save me if I did. And so mm. I want no parts of that. Really? So at that point, I'd been praying for ages for an opportunity to share my testimony with him. And so I did. And he was, you know, he was very responsive and open, but you know, just kind of smiled and hmm. thought that was nice. <laughs> so, uh, over the next two years, I guess, there were multiple times I would pray and I'd say, God, you'll have to open that door and show me when yeah. to say something again. And he would, he'd provide the opportunity. So multiple hmm. times I was able to share with him and, told him how Jesus would forgive him and how he was assured that he was saved and he knew where he would go yeah. when he died and and he could have a real relationship with him and he got sicker and sicker in the last I guess six months before he died right. he told me he was going to die and oh, um goodness. I just lost it. Oh. I just cried and mm. and he tried to comfort me. He put his arms around <laughs> me to make me feel better. I said, "I'm so sorry." And you may not want to hear this, but I have to tell you again mm. about Jesus because I can't bear the thought of not seeing you again. Right. And he told me then that he'd really think about it. Mm. So we kept on. And one night he was not doing well. And God said to me, lay down and pray now. Wow. I had no idea what was happening, but it was like I'd been hit over the head. I just had to lay on the floor wow. and pray for him. And when I got up, I called my sister-in-law because she's my prayer partner. Mm. And I said, you need to pray for him right now because something is really going on at this moment and God wants us praying. Right. And she said, I can't believe you said that because I, right as the phone rang, I had just said to God, please put on my heart somebody that I need to pray for at this moment. Wow. So that was incredible. Yeah. Um, and God kept doing these kind of things all the time. Yeah, you know, yeah. he made himself very 
well known to me. Mm-hmm. And um, hmm. I found out afterwards he was in a very serious medical crisis at that moment. Really, when you prayed that? So he just, you know, he was getting sicker and sicker. And, and the last couple times we went down there, we didn't even see him because he wasn't well enough to come out. So I finally... Uh, called his wife to see if Bruce and I could go down and visit him Mm. because I knew he didn't have much time left. Mm. So we did, and um, we sat with him for a while and talked, and then we got up to leave, and Bruce and I both put our arms around him and (laughs) told him how much we loved him and that we wanted to see him again. Right. And... Then I said, I've got to tell you one more time. <laughs> and I said, I just want you to believe. And he said, I'd like to believe. Okay. And I said, all you have to do is believe. Right. And with that, that was the last time last we saw time. him. Wow. But... It was... We just couldn't believe that we got that opportunity right at the end of his right, life. And right. um, I wish I could say yeah. that he said, I have put my trust. Right. But I don't know that he did, but right. I can't help but know that I did God's will. Yeah, And I am really hoping I see him again Uh but my prayer for anyone who feels God convicting them to share their testimony right is to take that leap because you will never ever regret it Mm. you'll never regret it Mm -hmm. I will live the rest of my life so glad (laughs) that I could jump off that yeah that's wonderful. Wow. Hmm. I don't know what, you know. Yeah. I'm pr- I really am very hopeful I'll God. see him again. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. So, do, do they all end <laughs> happily ever thereafter, you know? Right, right. It's... It's just, it's not up to us. Right. You know, we just do God's will, and yeah. he's the one that saves. Absolutely. Yep, we can be faithful. Wow, so. you, you, what it sticks out at me with me for that. And Brittany mentioned in her episode last week that her heart was just connected with these people that she they were sharing with, and it just seems like God gave you a really soft and loving heart toward this guy. And Bruce was the same way. I yeah. mean, he was right there the whole time, and and we both we actually loved him mm. we were broken hearted when right. he died yeah i mean and and it wasn't a natural kind of relationship right that you would have had that that would have happened right it was all what god put on our hearts yeah so wow, yeah that's beautiful that's that's really powerful how god connects us with people and like his love is coming through us and they're seeing it and 
Yeah, how how they respond is certainly up to him. But yep. um, you did you did what what God asked you to, and uh, repeatedly shared with him, and that's that's wonderful. Um, well, as we move on to the sort of practical step for the week, I think it's a great segue with what you shared because it really is persevering. Um, in prayer primarily because it's God that sustains us, God that makes change in their hearts. And um, yeah, I was just thinking of some sort of practical ways that we can have prayer be a part of our evangelistic heart for people. Um, I, for one, have a a list, like a top 10 list. You know, I have different people in my life that um, I don't pray for them all every day, but there's probably two or three that I'll hit in any given day that God's putting on my heart. I do the same thing. Just having a written list of people that are uh, on your heart. Um, another one is as a prayer journal, and you can certainly do this in your own way with a note notebook. But I uh, was able to do something a year or so ago and put together a little journal with specifically evangelistic scriptures and some room for notes and. Um, give that out at church. So if anybody's interested, those prayer journals are available for people. And that just helps to kind of focus your heart for someone along with scripture. And then you, that to me is like a really powerful formula for prayer is like, isn't scripture itself part of how you pray Mm -hmm. for people? Yeah. I often do. Yeah. Yeah. I just repeat scripture in my prayer yeah yeah it mm-hmm. gives us the words and we're confident it's god's word so we're praying it back to him for him to yep. his will to be done um and then the other one is just you know praying with the church and that we have prayer meetings a couple of times a month in the on sunday mornings um actually second and fourth sunday on at nine o'clock we pray and if you can make those that's great um another one uh that you mentioned is uh, a partner. You said you had a prayer partner. So I guess as you um, think about how prayer has been a part of evangelism in your life, are there any pr- practical tips that you would have to add to those? Oh, never give up. Mm. Never give up. That's good. I've been praying for 30 years for individuals. Yeah. And I will continue till the day I die or they die. Yeah. Um, Amen. Never stop asking for opportunities of God to share your faith. Mm. Ask him to bring them to you. That's good. And uh, believe that he'll do that. Mm. Yeah. As I, we just said, um, having a prayer partner is great. I, uh, I have quite a few friends mm. that... It's a loose prayer partnership. Yeah, Whenever yeah. anything big is going on, we all call each other and say, please mm. be praying for this. That's and cool. I, I contact my children every time. Mm. My children, my sister-in-law, there were certain people that prayed for the person I talked about for yes. five years. Wow. So, Along um, with you. That's great. You just can never underestimate the power of prayer Hmm. and then i would say um seek wisdom and advice from other believers Mm. good yeah i mean everybody has their own experiences and and insight they can give you and Mm. uh, you're not a one-man band right 
Right. No, that's great. Absolutely. Well, I'm so glad you guys came to Living Hope and we got to know you. And there's a dozen other stories that we've talked about, family members and people in your life that were... Uh, still praying for some of them and and some have have come to the lord and yes. we've been able to be a part of that that's been amazing um thank you kathy that's that's really great um i guess i just would summarize you know this seventh stepping stone is sort of the acknowledgement that as we're doing god's will and sharing our faith um we have to persevere and it's trusting god in the process through prayer and through community and through um, just, you know, being patient that we're obeying him, even if we're not seeing the fruit of that um, in, you know, salvations, but we do experience the fruit of it in connection with the Lord, right? When when we share. Um, So that's what that seventh step is about, persevering. And the Lord says he'll be with us always, you know, and that really means when we're on mission, He's with us in that. So um, one more after this, we're going to have a second step of perseverance in um, our final eighth episode, and that's coming up. But but as we close this one, Kathy, I'd love uh, that uh, we mentioned prayer, and I'd love you to, if you would pray us out, because I, I really want this, you know, it's kind of a fun uh entertainment thing people do listen to podcasts but i really want this to be more i want it to be something that inspires encourages and that the lord uses to uh help people grow in evangelism so if you would pray us out that would be much appreciated lord help us to persevere in prayer for those we desperately want to know you as savior Mm -hmm. james 5 6 uh tells us the persistent prayer of a believer is powerful and effective help us to believe in what we can be what can be achieved through persevering in prayer and sharing our testimony and lord i pray you would use these podcasts to spur us on to sharing the gospel for your glory in jesus name amen amen thank you kathy you've done a podcast (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome.